0: Welcome to Regeneration Studios' first round of Career Blitz, a short episode exploring a day in the life of a job to help you understand what career possibilities are available to you. Now's the time to decide what you want to do with your life and go for it. We'll be hearing from the experts themselves to give you a lightning taste of your possible future. Today's industry is social care and we're meeting up with Leanne Clark, who works at our previous podcast guest, Supporthoof, a home care provider in County Durham. A major part of working in care is delivering independence through transport, and Leanne is going to tell you all about it. To give our listeners an idea of who you are, your background, your values, your studies, whatever you would like to share, imagine there is a film soon to be released called Leanne. Can you briefly introduce yourself in the style of a film trailer?
1: I'm not so sure it'll be a film trailer. I will give it my very best shot. I started off as an apprentice, as most people do, realising that college wasn't the way that I wanted to go. I was an administrative apprentice and I worked in a car garage Mm -hmm. so I was a bit of a receptionist I did a few admin tasks when people were picking up their new cars Mm -hmm. that's where I started Mm -hmm. and then I moved in I stayed in the motor industry and I went into accounts and worked my way through there did a bit of job hopping um and I got to the point where I couldn't get any higher so I went for jobs that had where I could really increase my chances of promotion, bettering myself, really working towards bettering my career and and having something that, you know, I could really say I was proud of. I stayed in another role that was ambulance control. I started at Supportive in 2016 as a patient transport manager my first managerial role mm-hmm. they took a bit of a risk as everybody would when you re- when you become a, a a new manager but i can't fault the support that i've got in you know in in developing me and i'm still only young still got an awful lot to learn but i have such a good support network in supportive they've seen me through some really big changes one being becoming a new manager and also, secondly, becoming a mammy for the first time. I manage a team of 10 office staff, 150 volunteers and 17 patient transport staff. And how old are you? 32. <laughs> but I start, obviously, I started with supportive when I was only 28. So I was really new to the home, really, really new mm-hmm. um, to the managerial side. Thank you for that introduction. And how do you actually
0: manage Those two responsibilities, being a manager and a mum, if you can
1: give one tip before we go into what a typical day is like in transport. I have a fantastic support network and working for Supportive is a bit of an extended family. Because they're really helpful in if I'm not able to make a deadline or if I'm not able to achieve something, there's always somebody there to support us. And I wouldn't have been able to continue my doing my job after coming back off maternity leave without the continued support from the senior managers and the staff around us.
0: Yes, that's great to hear. And it's not always that you find that support in the organisation that you work mm-hmm. for. So if you could now give us an idea of what is a typical day like in transport, both from somebody who's working perhaps as a driver and also from the manager's point of view.
1: We have two sides to our our transport service. Um, we have a volunteer driver aspect where we, tr- we support loads of different services. We promote a lot of different services and we promote a lot to do with social isolation so getting people back out into the communities, which has been difficult. Um, you know, you're not supposed to be promoting people going out over the last nine months, especially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the other side to the organisation is a non-emergency patient transport ambulance service. Both sides of those have continued throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've continued to support an awful lot of people, getting them back into the community getting them to the hospital the much needed hospital appointments because i can imagine if you are
0: regardless of your age but if you can't get to those key appointments for example doctor appointments or just simply going to the supermarket and being able to buy food then the service you offer the transport service really makes
1: a big big
0: difference in these people's lives it's
1: it to put it bluntly it's a lifeline Exactly. Um. It it's helped a lot of people, you know, when they're on the verge, and especially when the the big thing at the meet, the moment is the mental health,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know it's helped support a lot of people with their mental health, um, okay. to continue like to continue to be able to get out and about.
0: Yes, I can imagine. And then, what is the challenges of being a manager within this role? Because in any kind of role if you start working there a part of you might want to be promoted to that managerial role so what would you say is the big difference and what is the rewarding part of that
1: I can see it as an umbrella now um, because I've done the different elements of the job that I ask everybody else to fulfill on a daily basis so I've worked in ambulance control so I know what's expected of the, the staff getting out and about and meeting deadlines and picking people up and so that relates to the volunteer driver's side because they still have appointments so I yeah. it, it makes it really advantageous for me um, to be able to see both sides of that. Mm-hmm. I also have the the part that allows me to be able to go out and still do that aspect of the role as well. So you still do some of it yourself? So, yeah, as an example, um, on Friday, we had an additional journey that needed support. So I actually went out with my deputy head of transport and carried out one of the ambulance transfers. Okay. And
0: what would you say is the best part of this role? What is a highlight of someone working in transport?
1: knowing that you are doing your utmost to support somebody in either getting out of the house because you know that that's going to help their mental health and well-being or that you know that that's somebody who's been in hospital for weeks Mm -hmm. hasn't had the um, contact with family or isn't in their own homes and you're supporting getting them back to where they want to be.
0: Okay what are the qualifications necessary for this kind of role
1: for a volunteer driver it's about being caring and compassionate and being like having that sort of nature um you're going to encounter um pe- transporting people from being somewhere like a hundred years old um you could be transporting babies so you know it's about having a bit of flexibility we don't ask you to transport every age person you know it's within it's whatever you feel comfortable doing but you don't there's not for a volunteer driver there's no specific requirements Mm -hmm. um but we do ask obviously to complete the the safeguarding training and that's an electronic course um and you will be given full support all the way through it being a patient transport driver Mm -hmm. slightly different again caring and compassionate nature driving license is essential Mm -hmm. as it is in both sides Mm -hmm. And also um, we provide first-year training and full training will be given for the rest of the role.
0: Okay. And so say someone's got the qualifications, they're interested in applying for this kind of job uh, or to see what it's like. What are the challenging parts they can expect? If you had to name perhaps two or three of the more difficult things about the job.
1: I would probably say the emotional side yeah. of it. That yeah. is, um, that some people might find that difficult to deal with. Seeing the old people that you're going to yes. transport, you know, it might need a little bit extra support mm-hmm. for the people that you are going to be um, supporting, getting to and from different places. It, it's the it's sad elements that go with the role. Mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know how else to yes. explain that.
0: Of course, you have to understand that the people that you are dealing with, they. They do not have perhaps the support structures and and the the possibilities that somebody else like you or another person in in a different circumstances might have and it's mm-hmm. understanding their
1: circumstances, yeah, I'm surrounded with a lot of good people that mm-hmm. can help me, and as I explained at the beginning, my family and my work life mm-hmm. um and some people don't have that.
0: Yeah, so it's just once again putting yourself in the shoes of someone who, for example, you desperately need to go to a town for, it could just be um, having to make a payment or having to do some kind of official government-related task and you simply know nobody who can take you and Mm -hmm. you can't use public transport or you don't have the confidence to use it. Who would enjoy this kind of job?
1: Somebody with a uh, kind and caring nature. We find that there's a lot of people may have retired as an example that may want a couple of days paid employment, which would be our patient transport mm-hmm. service, and then the volunteer driver side, which is where you use your own vehicle. Um, they might want a couple of days where it gets them into a routine, getting up, getting out, getting dressed, and okay. going, and then.
0: Why is your department important to society? If you took transport away in social care, why would it be felt?
1: How would people get out and about? If we weren't, if we weren't there, how would they get out? Mm-hmm.
0: Very lastly, what is your advice for someone looking for a job right now and they're not sure what they're looking for?
1: When I've gone through interviews and my work and life, I was always told that if you don't sell yourself, then nobody else will do that for you. I don't look for people that have the experience or the background, but if you don't put the information down, I'm never going to know as to whether, you know, that, that you have the qualities that would make a great driver for us or a great patient transport driver. But don't ever shy away from selling yourself because you if you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it for you. Such a
0: fantastic piece of advice. And it's so true and sometimes so difficult for us to do that. Mm. Thank you for sharing your career insights, Leanne. You're very
1: welcome. Thank you for your time.
0: Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Please subscribe to our podcast and join us next time for more narrative journeys of entrepreneurs, artists living fearlessly and more rounds of career blitz.